0: hello guys welcome to disciples by design i have something funny to tell you i was just talking for five minutes and i didn't even realize that the the mic was not recording (laughs) Uh, anyways i was i was trying to say um before i realized i wasn't even recording that uh i believe that god's calling me to to minister in a different capacity than what I have been, you know, for a long time. He's been, um, having me honestly give encouraging videos through TikTok. And that's, you know, one of the major capacities that I do minister in on, and I try to do on a daily basis, as many videos as I can possibly put out. Um, I deal a lot with things that God has laid on my own heart, things that he's dealing with me on. And the reason that I do that, the reason that I do my best to be transparent is honestly because I believe that there's a lot of things that are relatable that people can connect to. And, you know, it could be that a lot of it is just, you know, from my age group, but I, I also think that God has given me, um, a perspective and, I want to do my best to, you know, uphold that perspective and move forward with it. And so I want to do the best that I can do with what God has given me, the giftings and the talents that he's given me. I want to make sure that I'm fully bringing out the best that I can within myself, that that I'm allowing God to mold me in the way that he needs to so I can reach people. And so I really, you know, I want to encourage you guys, those of you who are listening to really just. Honestly, it's time that the church steps up. You know, I've gone, I've had some pretty heated podcasts that, you know, um, and videos on TikTok where I'm like, you know, God's going to be calling you guys up, but he's no longer, it's no longer, he might be calling you guys up. No, he is. The time is now. The truth is, is that we really are living in the last days. And it won't be long before Jesus comes back. Are you guys ready? Are your hearts prepared? Is is your life prepared? And I want you to really think about that. Is your life prepared? And I know a lot of us were in different walks. You know, um, with me and my wife, we struggle with some things financially. And, uh, you know, I'm not trying to air dirty laundry here, but you know, I want, I want people to know, you know, it doesn't matter what walk of life you're in. It doesn't matter how much money you have or how much money you don't have. It doesn't matter if you came from, you know, another country and you, uh, you're being chased because of your beliefs, it doesn't matter if you grew up in the U S where relatively, we didn't have to worry about that. It doesn't matter your background, where you came from. Jesus still died on the cross for you. have you have you ever thought about, you know, it says in the Bible that we were made in his image, And have you ever thought about that? We have emotions. We have a complex range of emotions. Can you imagine giving one of your kids up or you know even your even one of your pets, if you don't have children, can you imagine giving them up to die on the cross, to die for other people's sins, other people that you've never met before, other people that you've never come in contact with before, people in the future and the past that you've, you've never met? Can you imagine all that shame, hatred, hurt, pain, worry, fear, everything that That consumes the world, the greed, everything, things that make you mad, things that hurt you, be put on them. Can you imagine the sorrow and the grief that God must have gone through while he was giving his only son, his flesh and blood, to die for you? He gave it up, he gave up Jesus to die for you. Jesus was resurrected, yes, but can you imagine what Jesus went through, knowing that was his his future, to die for millions and billions of people? And, you know, every day there's people out there that curse God, that use his name in vain, that curse Christians, kill Christians all around the world. Can you imagine that world? Can you imagine giving your child up to that destiny? You know, God did it because he loves us. And ultimately, if you think of it, we're adopting children into the kingdom of God. Can you imagine what that what that must have been like? The least that we can do, the least. It's to serve God, to serve Jesus with everything that we have. Have you had that conversation with yourself yet? And when I say conversation with yourself, I, I mean have you have you decided what your decisions will be when things happen? Have you decided where you stand? If somebody puts a gun to your head and asks, Are you a Christian? What will you say? If things get worse down the road and your family's put in jeopardy, will you freak out and crumble under the pressure? Or will you continue to trust God? I don't think it will get to that point for us Christians. I think that we will be raptured before then. But have you thought about where you stand with our Creator? Have you thought about where you stand with Yahweh? Have you thought have you have you meditated on his word on the things that he's given us the commands that he's given us within his word and the things that he's commanded and given you within your daily life these are things to think about and and not just not just in a podcast not when somebody else is talking to you but in your own head in your own heart in your own life are you doing everything you know to do to serve god Are you doing everything you know that is right? Has God told you you need to do this and you haven't done it yet? You've waited years to do it. Don't compromise yourself anymore. Don't be caught off guard because you weren't prepared when Jesus shows up. Be ready and waiting and, you know, one thing I've I've kind of dealt with in my own heart is, like, does that mean I, I just need to be reading the word all the time? And I, I don't need to have any other downtime. or, And, you know, that's not it either. That's not what he's saying. He's saying, have communion with me. Have communion with me. Mold your spirit with mine. You know, he put us on this earth to enjoy his, his creation, to enjoy life with him. It is the very least that we can do to serve God with all our heart, all our mind, all our will, all our emotions, all of our spirit. In fact, that's one of the greatest commandments he's given us. But how many of you can actually say that on a daily basis you do that? You know, in our world, it is so easy to get caught off guard. It is so easy to be torn away from God, away from his perspective, away from the way that he has designed us to view things. It is so easy to get taken away from what God has given us and the things that he has shown us, his revelations, it's so easy to get caught off guard, to be tempted by the things of this world and to fall. You know, I know for me, you know, just like Apostle Paul said, we we all have a thorn in our flesh. We all have things that we deal with on a daily basis. And, you know, especially now when The devil is literally knocking at our doorstep. Everything that we see happening in the world around us is, has been foretold for the last 2000 years. We already know it's coming. It's time to stop cowering in fear. You know, if you're, if you're of the mindset that you want to just ignore everything and hide from it and, do what you normally do, watch TV, go to work, you know, um, avoid the situation. This isn't a situ- situation that we need to avoid. This is a situation where we need to seek God with everything that we have. And, you know, I get there's people out there that are busy that you have to, you have to really search God. You know, I was, I was at a at a uh, church the other day, listening to evangelist Joe Morris. And he said something that really just took my heart by storm. He said, you know, I was preparing for this message. And what I was doing was I was overwhelming myself with the word of God. Do you guys do that on a regular basis? Do you take time away from your schedule? Do you fast from the things that, that you delight your heart in? So for me, you know, I, I like to play video games and I like to watch TV and, you know, when I have my downtime, that's what I do, you know, aside from spending time with my wife and and my kid, you know, I, I, uh, that's what I do. Well, starting this week, it'll be the first week that I'll be doing this, but I'll be doing this every week until Jesus comes. I'm going to take one day every week and I'm going to fast from the things that I've delighted myself in and I'm going to delight myself only in the Lord on that day. And you know, we do that on Sunday morning, but I'm going to I'm going to give a whole entire day to it. And you know, I might go to work and I might be at work doing it, but in my downtimes at work, I'm going to only seek God. You know, when you wake up in the morning, do you spend time in his word? Or do you just get ready and and go on throughout your day? I've been waking up every morning and spending 15 to 20 minutes with Jesus in the morning. I've noticed a closeness with God that I've never felt before. And, you know, honestly, a lot of you are going to be like, wow, that's so cool. I wish I could do that. That's the response that I've gotten a lot. But the thing is, you can wake up 15 to 20 minutes earlier. Go to bed 15 to 20 minutes earlier. You know, this isn't something that's hard. It's just something that you choose not to do. And yeah, you're going to have excuses and you're going to, right now, you're justifying it in your mind. If you have to justify it that it's right, it's wrong. Let me say that again. If you have to justify it in your mind that it is right, it is wrong. Do you have to justify the word of God? No, you don't. Do you know why? Because it's the truth. It is the truth. Any conversation that you have with anyone where they have to justify why the word of God is wrong, it means their whole perspective is flawed. They're not seeing the truth, so how can they understand the truth? It is hard sometimes for us, especially as a man, it's, it's hard to admit when you're wrong. You don't want to be wrong. You want to be right. In fact, there's a lot of people that are competitive that they have to be right. Well, guess what? If you're putting other things, your job, even if it is to feed your family, even if it is just to make ends meet, but you're not spending time with God, you're wrong. You are wrong and you are sinning. And I don't care. You don't have to listen to me ever speak again. But you've heard this now. You know it's true. And you're wrong. You can be angry. You can justify it in your mind. Stop listening right now. It doesn't matter. But in his word, he says, do not put any other God before me. God is jealous for our love. In fact, I'll look that up right now. So... In Exodus 2033 or 2023, 20, excuse me, it says, You shall not make other gods to worship besides me, gods of silver or gods of gold. You shall not make these lifeless idols for yourselves. Guys, it is time that we stop putting other things above our walk with Christ. You call yourself a Christian, but are you? are you? Let me ask again, are you a Christian? Do you know what the word Christian means? Here, let's look it up in the Webster Dictionary right now. What does Christian mean? Relating to or professing Christianity or its teachings, a person who has received Christian baptism or as a believer in Christianity, a born-again Christian. You call yourselves a Christian. Do you walk like a Christian? Do you talk like a Christian? Are you a Christian? Christian ultimately means like Christ. But are you like Christ? Do you live your life according to the word of God? Or are you a Sunday Christian? Do you go to church and worship with everyone else, raise your hands once in a while, just so everybody sees that you're holy? And then you go home or you go out into the foyer after church service is over, you talk with people, you shake their hands. Oh, yeah, that was a good message. Yeah, praise God. But when you go home and no one's watching, what do you do? Do you walk in the message that you heard? Do you meditate on the verses that were given during the message? Do you spend each day with Jesus? Do you worship him throughout your day? When problems and situations arise, do you say Jesus? Even though I don't feel like it, I will trust you. Even though I may feel afraid, I will choose to trust in your grace. Or is it like many Christians out there? You go to church on Sunday morning. You raise your hand, wearing a mask the whole time. Your heart is truly dead inside. You go because it's what you know, but you haven't felt God move in a long time. You go because that's what everybody expects, but inside you're dead. The message ends, you go out into the foyer, you shake people's hands. You laugh like you're having the best time when you go home. Instead of living your life for Christ, when problems arise, you crumble. You break. You spout profanity and rage and anger. You tear down those around you. You spread lies and deceit and hatred And at the end of the day, to make matters worse, you hate yourself. You wonder why we exist on this earth, what the point of life is, where things are going. Guys, I can tell you for a fact, That was my life for a long time. I came to God and left so many times. And at one point, at one point I tried to commit suicide. I have cuts all over my arm to prove it. I hit rock bottom. I wondered why I existed. Why did God make me? Why do I exist? I wondered why anyone would ever want me in their world. I thought to myself daily, nightly, moment by moment, I'm worthless. I'm a failure. I have nothing to offer. And on that night, I took a blade and I cut into my arm repeatedly in anger and rage at the person I had become. How everybody told me I could be anything I wanted. And yet when I tried, I failed repeatedly. But I want to tell you something. Something that I didn't realize for a long time. Something even after the fact that I'm still here. I didn't die. I would scream to God. Scream in anger and rage. Why have you forsaken me? But he didn't. i forsaken him. I walked away from God. It wasn't his fault. He was there all along in every situation, even when I couldn't see it. The reason that I didn't kill myself that night was because my landlord got a call and ran ran down to my apartment, flung open the door, and uh, he ended up letting the police in And there was a couple people that were able to talk me down. But if nobody had known, if God hadn't intervened with my landlord, I wouldn't be here. And a lot of you may be like, oh, that's coincidence. Is it? Is it really? You know, there's many other stories out there where people... Didn't have that intervention. They gave up anyways. There's many other people out there in the world that need a perspective that only you can give. And you sit there, you say, I'm not needed, I'm not special, God can never use me, I've done this and I've done that. No one could ever forgive me. Friend, it was done 2,000 years ago. That's ancient history. It's already been done. God has already paved the way. It's not God's fault. The truth is, you can't forgive yourself. I didn't expect to be talking about this at all, but somebody needs to hear this. you have talents and gifts inside of you that need to be unlocked. And the key is, do you believe in Jesus? And if you're listening to this right now, there's something inside of you that is curious, that wonders, and that knows There's more to this world, more to this life, than just you and me and our jobs, our work, the things happening around us. You are important. You have a destiny. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. In Ecclesiastes 3.11, it says, He has made everything beautiful and appropriate in its time. He has also planted eternity, a sense of divine purpose in the human heart, a mysterious longing which nothing under the sun can satisfy except God. Yet man cannot find out, comprehend, or grasp what God has done. His overall plan from the beginning to the end. In John fifteen sixteen, it says, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And I have appointed and placed and purposely planted you so that you would go and bear fruit. And keep on bearing, that your fruit will remain and be lasting, so that whatever you ask of the Father in my name, as my representative, he may give to you. In Acts 20.27, For I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole purpose and plan of God. Romans 12.2 and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you endure spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes, so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is that which is good and acceptable. And perfect in his plan and purpose for you. First Corinthians three eight. He who plants and he who waters are one, in important in importance and esteem, working toward the same purpose, for each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. Guys, what this means, why I read all those verses, God has a plan and a purpose for you. It is not time that you give up. And, you know, if you need encouragement, the reason that I have Disciples by Design, the reason that I do on TikTok is to encourage you guys. It is not time to give up because God has not given up on you neither have I. He has a plan and a purpose in store for you. He loves you more than you could ever know. In fact, um, I'm going to see if I can find this verse. Um, Sorry, I have to look through a bunch of verses to find it, but God has a plan and a purpose for you. He knows you inside out. Uh, okay, so I'm reading from Matthew 10, 28 through 33. And the reason that I'm reading um, as many verses as I am is because I want to give a little backstory to this. Anyways, um, Matthew 10, 28 through 33. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather be afraid of him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two little sparrows sold for a copper coin? And yet not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will. But even The very hairs of your head are all numbered. For the Father is sovereign and has complete knowledge. So do not fear. You are more valuable than many sparrows. Therefore, the one who confesses and acknowledges me before men as Lord and Savior, affirming a state of oneness with me, that one, that one, i will also confess and acknowledge be more for oh my gosh i will also acknowledge before my father who is in heaven but the one who denies and rejects me before men that one i will also deny and reject before my father who is in heaven guys what this means is that if you have never accepted Christ is your Lord and Savior, or even if you've walked away from him and you're coming back, all you have to do is acknowledge that Jesus is the Lord and Savior. Accept him into your heart. Allow him to be Lord of your life. (sighs) <sighs> Matthew eleven thirty, for my yoke is easy to bear, and my burden is light. What that means is that during times that, uh <sighs> Okay, Matthew 11, 28, or we'll read from 25. Um, at that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. I openly and joyfully acknowledge your great wisdom that you have hidden these things, these spiritual truths from the wise and intelligent and revealed them to to infants, to new believers, to those seeking God's will and purpose. Yes, Father, for this way was well-pleasing in your sight. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one fully knows and accurately understands the Son except the Father, and no one fully knows and accurately understands the Father except the Son. And anyone to whom the son deliberately wills to reveal him. Verse 28. Come to me. All who are weary and heavenly burdened, heavily burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace or, or by things in this in this world that provide no peace. And I will give you rest refreshing your souls with salvation. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, following me as my disciple. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest, renewal, blessed, quiet for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and my burden is light. Guys, if you're Christians that have walked away from God or maybe you've never, never, ever asked him to be a part of your life, this is an altar call, which means that if you would like to walk with him, get to know him, then I want you to say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the King of kings, the Lord of lords. I believe that you died on the cross for me. Jesus, I want to know what it feels like to be a part of your family, to have a plan and a purpose for my life, to see things from a new perspective, to walk in truth. Lord Jesus, I want to have peace. I want to walk without fear in this world. Lord Jesus, I'm asking that you be a part of my life. And I acknowledge you as my Lord and my savior. Jesus name. Amen. If you guys prayed that prayer, congratulations. You're a part of our heavenly kingdom. You're my brother or sister in Christ. And now you need to hold your head high and walk forward in your life. Every day take at least five minutes and read the Bible. And you may not understand it or get anything out of it for a while. But you're growing your spirit. You're becoming closer to Christ. You're getting to know him. And that's what every Christian needs to do. In that five minutes that you read a verse, I recommend Version Bible app or BibleGateway.com. If you don't have a Bible, if you do, I I recommend reading that. But uh, the Amplified and the Message Bible are the Bibles that I read. Most of the time, and I like the Amplified the best, but if you're a new Christian, new believer, and you need to, uh, you want to know what the Bible means without having to really go through and interpret things, I recommend the Message Bible because it's written in our modern language. Sing to Jesus. Worship is so important. It's, it's something that unlocks an anointing within our hearts. It unlocks power within the name of Jesus. When you're afraid, sing to him. When you're worried, sing to him. When you're in trouble, call out his name. Well, that's not where I thought I was going to go with that, but... uh that's okay. Somebody out there needs to hear that. So this is Aaron at Disciples by Design signing off for the night. I hope that all of you have a wonderful evening or morning or whatever time of day it is. I hope you have a wonderful day. And uh, subscribe to hear more. All right, guys. Have a wonderful night. God bless you. Feel free to check me out on TikTok, Disciples by Design, spelled the same way as the podcast. Have a good night.